Amen. So with the testimonies, I want to consider with you the work of the Spirit. Um, because for me, I've been going conference for years now. Um, and it is a real move of God. Um, and I want to say that because sometimes it can be put across that this is all kind of make-believe. We kind of uh, schedule it a certain way. We kind of... Uh, uh, fashion it a certain way, but I mean, even the people that preach, they don't get together and speak about what they're going to preach about, but when you sit through a conference, there's a reoccurring theme that goes through all the sermons. It's almost as if the Holy Spirit is speaking through each preacher, which of course he is. Um, And I want to read a couple of verses of scripture in Acts so we can look at the works of the Spirit. You see, because um, I think it was Nandi that mentioned Pastor Tom Payne's um, sermon about divine appointments. And in that sermon, he mentioned a few things, a few one-liners. He said, the kingdom of God involves certain people at certain places at certain times. And we need to understand that because the will of God is not anywhere and everywhere. It's somewhere. And we need to understand that because many times we look at this situation of life and think, listen, God is everywhere and he's all known, and which he is, he is all known, he is everywhere. But his will is linked to certain people, certain places, certain times. And we're going to look at that in Acts uh, chapter 13 and also Acts chapter 16. But let's look at Acts chapter 13 first, verse number one to three. The Bible says, now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius, or Siren, a Menaean who had been brought up from Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. Verse number two says, As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. And having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. We need to pay attention as to who sent these people away. Who sent these people on a journey? You see, because, you know, when we send out churches every conference every year, it may look like we're just throwing people out there, we're just doing things, but what we're actually doing is responding to the call of God. That's what we're actually doing. And here we see it says, the Holy Spirit said, separate these two people. I have a work for them to complete. I have something for them to do. This was a work of the Holy Spirit. And as we know, this was the beginning of Paul's journey, missionary journey, to where he brought the gospel around and lives were changed and transformed because the Spirit of God was at work. Paul and Barnabas didn't turn up and say, listen, I feel like we should go over here, let's just do this. No, they were led by the Spirit of God. If we look at Acts chapter 16, we see this more and we get a bigger picture into the Spirit leadings. Acts chapter 16, verse number 6, the Bible says that, Now, when they had gone through Phrygia, the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. And after they had came to Masia, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. So passing by Masia, they came down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man, a Macedonian, stood and pleaded with him, saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. Now, after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord called us to preach the gospel to them. So first, in Acts chapter 15, we see the directing of the Holy Spirit saying, listen, separate these two. I want them. I've got work for them to do. 
And that's how they go on their journey. Yeah? But here we see an interesting dynamic. We see Paul saying, I wanted to go here and preach the gospel. Now listen, how many know going into an area and preaching the gospel is a good thing? Can you say amen in this place? But it's said that they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit. Today we understand, listen, this isn't just a random scattergun approach. This isn't just, let me just roll the dice and go wherever I'm going, do whatever I'm doing. No, this says they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit, not just once but twice. The Holy Spirit did not permit them to go and preach the gospel in a certain area. Because the kingdom of God or God's will is not anywhere and everywhere, it is somewhere. And I'm saying that because... What we do at conferences is special to me because it's men of God and women of God who are listening for the call of God. I often find, um, um, you know, people do things in the name of God, but it's like, well, no, you didn't, you didn't get told to do that, so why are you doing that? Cease. Even what you're doing may be good, but if you're doing it in your own uh, 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 direction or to seek some sort of title and so on. You know, one of the things we in, in our fellowship, we, um, it, is, it looks quite, uh, what's the word, quite glamorous to be a pastor. We kind of like, when you look at it, you know, we send people out, we walk down the aisle, everyone's cheering. If you saw it, if you went online and saw it in front, it's a wonderful experience. You go down, cheer, everyone's clapping for you. Pretty, ah, so, so it looks quite glamorous and glorious. But I tell you, if you're going up there and doing that thing because you want the applause, you are in the wrong place. Because this is a work not of man, it's a work of God. And I love it because people understand that. When the disciples were preaching, and uh, one of the Pharisees said, listen, leave these guys alone. Because if it's a work of man, this thing will come to nothing. But if it's a work of God, listen, no one is going to stop this. You'll be found to be fighting against God. So I say that all that conference is about, I mean, we have a good time. We catch up with friends and family. We fellowship. On, on Friday night, we had a nice fellowship and a good restaurant. It's a blessing. But the, the spirit of conference is to uh, use a time to listen for the call of God and allow God to minister in your life and allow the Holy Spirit to separate who he has to separate to do the will of God. And as we do that, as we continue to follow the power or follow the spirit of God, can I tell you, we will be an unstoppable force. We would see this, cha- this church completely change and transform. We would see lives change and transform because we're not following our own uh, random direction, but we're following the spirit of God. The work of the spirit is evident in this day and age. This is not a coincidence that you came to this church. However you came to this church, whether you stumbled in, whether somebody invited you, whether you got a random flyer, whether you was going to go to another church, but they had another program somewhere else, but then you came to this church. I've heard many stories of how people have ended up in this church. Well, can I tell you? That's a divine appointment. And I'm not saying it because, oh, this is this and that is that. Listen, for me personally... God had ordained that I would step foot into the potter's house in Derby. I am not from Derby. I was born hundreds of miles away from Derby. I've never heard of potter's house before. I could have gone to any, my parents were going to church. I could have gone to any church. There's between me and the church I went to. I mean, the pastor said as well, between my house where I was born and the church I went to, there's thousands of churches. But I walked into that one for a reason. 
I'm not saying other churches are not doing well. and they're not that's, that's, that's true. They are doing But for me personally, that was my divine appointment. So I hold it dear and near that this or the will of God is linked to certain people at certain places uh, doing things at certain times. So we should take that and take the testimonies of, um, uh, of, of what we've heard. And, you know, there was, there was more testimonies like that. A lot of people are now speaking to people who we took down to conference. A lot of people had weird illnesses, odd illnesses at the time of going to conference and so on. Well, why is that? Because if the devil can quite try and stop you from hearing God, then maybe you'd miss God's will. But there's so many testimonies of actually healing on that testimony. So, so Z mentioned a testimony. Ricardo mentioned a testimony this morning. Uh, uh, there's people that were healed from sickness and disease because they wanted to go to conference. And they wanted to hear the word of God. So what we should do, we should understand that the will of God is specific. It is not generic. And the will of God for your life is specific, not generic. God has a specific plan and place for you. And tonight, I want to encourage you to play your part. Play your part. Do what you or what God has called you to do because the Bible describes us as a body, a functioning body. And in the body has different members. Uh, we need, uh, if you're here to be a hand, we need you to be a hand. If you're here to be a foot, we need you to be a foot. We need you to play your part because how many know I'm walking nice, but if my foot decided he wants a day off, listen, that wouldn't be a very good time for me, right? Can you say amen in this place? I need my feet to be there faithful every time I need them. And so we want to say, listen, this isn't a work of man. What we do isn't a work of man. And you'll have challenges that will come against all that God has called you to do. But you do well. You'll be wise to listen to the call. Second, I will look at the Macedonian call. So in our scripture in Acts chapter 16, Paul has a vision of a man of Macedonia. And in the vision it says here in verse number, uh, in verse number 9, it says, come over to Macedonia and help us. And we understand that that was a crucial moment in the ministry because that's when he crossed over and the, the gospel spread over into Europe and it, you know, from there it spread far and wide. But I want to draw attention to the vision he had from the man that said, come over and help us. You know, what is your Macedonian call? What vision do you have? Because we are called to preach the gospel and it is meant to be a help to people. In this day and age, there's people perishing, there's people dying. Daniel just testified of a person that wanted to commit suicide and then the Spirit of God spoke to Daniel and said, no, speak to that person. Why? So that he can be helped. There's many more people like Daniel spoke to. There's many more people like in Paul's vision who are saying, listen, I need some help. They need answers. And we know the great scripture where God looks at and says, who will go for me? Who will go for me? And we know the prophet, the great prophet says, here I am, send me. Would you have a heart like that tonight saying, God, here I am, send me. And like I said, that might not mean that you're going to go preach the gospel. You might be a faithful pillar in church, but you'll still be sent. Here I am, send me. Here I am, use me. Here I am, speak through me. And as we allow the Holy Spirit to work in our life, destiny will unfold. You know, I thank God. I was looking at the, um, uh, how I came uh, to get saved. 
Um, and there's a whole load of people that made decisions for just little old me to get saved. Um, it started off with um, uh, uh, Pastor Wayman Mitchell making a decision to go to Prescott, Arizona. He was about to quit ministry. He failed a couple of churches and didn't want to do that. Um, and he made a decision to go to Prescott, Arizona. Praise God. They then made a decision to go and send a church to Australia. Of all places, they wanted to go there. He was, he was uh, uh, stirred by the massive land of people. So he sent a church into Australia. Uh, years went by, that church started to grow. Um, they sent a missionary from Australia into London, UK. And that church began to grow. Uh, uh, um, the pastor there um, unfortunately made some bad decisions. Uh, uh, he had to be moved aside. And another missionary from Australia came, took over the church. Uh, pastor Brown came uh, to know first, then he went to Walthamstow, took over that church, and from that church, there was a young man and his wife who was stirred to, to, to serve God, to answer the call. He started a Bible study, and they had a good Bible study. It was growing, and then he told his pastor, I feel called to preach the gospel. So Pastor Brown sent Pastor Chisholm and Shandina to Derby. They'd never been to Derby before they came. They made a decision to go there, start a church from scratch in 2005. At the end of 2005, at at the beginning of 2006, we walk into church to stumble in and I get saved, give my life to Jesus Christ. And years go by, uh, uh, we, the Derby Church sends out churches, uh, one to uh, Stoke, one to Sheffield, and amen, sent Pastor and Liz right here to Hull. They started a church here, made a decision there. They feel called to go to France. Pastor Chizo, I told him, listen, I feel called to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. He says, fantastic. Two years went by. He says, listen, there's a church in Hull that needs a pastor. Will you do it? Spoke to my wife, said, do you want to do it? She said, absolutely. We're here now serving God. How many more stories do we have like that? Come on. Amen. And that's not to glorify any of us. I mean, no, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. And as we surrender our lives to the work of the Holy Spirit, there's people that we don't know the names of. There's people who speak different languages right now. There's people in places far and near who are going to experience what we've experienced as we allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives. And it was at a conference like the one we went to last week that I received my calling. It was a long time for me. <laughs> I was stubborn. <laughs> it took me about how many years? About 12, 12 years? 12 years? 12 years of just, just saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> my own insecurities. But then I said, Holy Spirit, fine. Whatever you want me to do, I will do. Um, and then praise God, here we are. But I want to say to you guys, listen, keep your heart open. Maybe God will call you to do something that is out of the ordinary, is out of your own strength. If you work by the power of the Holy Spirit, destiny will unfold. And who knows what God will do with your life if you just surrender to the work of the Spirit. I want us to bow our heads and close our eyes in this place, the work of the Spirit.